What's up everybody, I hope that everyone is doing amazing. This is the SOS Podcast and we are the show that is aiming to bring people together whilst becoming the best version of themselves. I'm your very proud host, Dan Maven. We have an epic show lined up today as we have a guest on the show. It's none other than SOS Society's own manager, COO and great associate and friend. He is former co-CEO of our previous partners, SPSS. He is a bit of a workaholic even attended an interview before the show, an avid Xbox enthusiast and plays GTA, PUBG and more. When he was asked if he had a fun fact about himself, the response was simply, yes. It's a pleasure to introduce you all to SOS No Face. But before we get into things, I'd like to introduce a couple of things. I'd like to give a shout out to Uhive. It's the first true decentralized metaverse social media platform they pay you crypto for engaging the, your pics what you upload are yours and they hold nft value and assets are paid in crypto another thing what i'd also like to mention um i'd like to talk about coachingmasters.com if you've never heard of it it's offering free web classes zero costs but time is very limited how to change your life by starting your own coaching business, even if you're brand new and have no idea where to start? Recently featured on MTV, BBC, Entrepreneur, ITV, Forbes, Discover, The Opportunity, The Fundamentals, The Framework and The Results. Here's a little bit of, about the presenter. Um, his name is Lewis Raymond Taylor. He is a senior accredited coaching trainer and CEO of The Coaching Masters. This guy, he, he served three prison sentences. He had mental illnesses, substance misuse, sexual abuse, bereavement, and even a suicide attempt did not stop Lewis Raymond Taylor from not only transforming his own life, but also thousands and thousands of other people's lives from around the world. Just five years after being out of prison, Lewis is now ranked in the top 10 coaches in the world by Yahoo Finance. He's been featured in Forbes for, for building a seven-figure coaching business from scratch. And now he's living in Bali. Whilst running the world's fastest growing online platform, The Coaching Masters, a global community of online coaches covering over 47 different countries, he changed to become better. You can too. Go to www.coachingmasters.com now. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty great. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Glad to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a bit of a long time coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just thought I'd get you on the show today. Uh, just to basically just get a overall chit-chat, a bit of a bit of information about yourself to go over the highs and lows of 2021 and any goals introduced, you know? Okay. Um, uh-huh. Basically, um, like I said, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Um, I'd like you to uh, explain a little bit about yourself to the audience. All right. Well, 
My name is uh, No Face, obviously, because you said it earlier. <laughs> uh, I play video games, and that is about it. You're also a bit of a workaholic as well, aren't you? Oh, uh, what can I say? <laughs> Gotta taste that paper, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Play video games for too long, then you'll like start to get bored of them, and I, we can't have that. Exactly, exactly. Been there a few times where I've been bored of video games, where it's it's not so much bored, it's just it's more struggling to get into it to be able to get bored in the first place, you know. Mm. It's just I sit there looking at games on my on my menus, I sit there looking at 90-something games, and I think, I don't know what I ever want to play. I often find myself just going for a, a walk on either Red Dead Redemption or just going for a walk on Cyberpunk, uh, turning off all the uh, menu sounds and just listening to the ambience and just literally making my character walk. Ah. So why don't you go for a walk in real life then? It's like walking in rain or in Red Dead, but better. Because my area is even more boring than Red Dead. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. I mean, there was a we have found a car that has crashed on the car park on our street. That's the uh, highlight of the day. Oh. Sounds very interesting. <laughs> There's always something, always something. Last week there was a chase. Thinking wow. about starting a uh, my own police camera action show around here, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can... Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know how it is uh, where you live, but here in America you can find all of the uh, body camera footage from the police in your area online. Oh. So, yeah... Uh, like uh, the YouTuber uh, Donut Operator, he takes all those clips and then reacts to them. What's he called? Donut Operator? Yeah. But I'll have to check that out. I'm pretty sure that's what his name is. I might be thinking of a different... I'm fairly certain it's Donut Operator, though. Definitely have to check that out. Oh, yeah. Get some interesting stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Been into a lot of uh, self-help and motivation for a while. It's kind of the uh, area we would like to uh, head, you know, helping people out, helping be, helping people be that little bit better version of themselves, you know. Oh yeah. It's what we were hoping to do with the server, to be honest. Uh, as you know, we tried um, to do this for a while. Uh, I mean. We had some highs, we had some lows in 2021. I mean, we had some partners, then we didn't. And then we did. <laughs> and it's, I don't know if it's Discord or if it's trying to find a multitude or combine a multitude of niches on Discord. Maybe, maybe that was perhaps the era, you know, I mean it's also a time constraint as well, as as we've mentioned and as you know through previous experience admining um, discords 
Um, it's very time restricting, isn't it? I mean, it it requires you to almost always have your head on your phone. Oh, yeah. And that's the only thing about it. I mean, it we mixed our gaming interest in with it mainly because we thought, hey, maybe people who game have the same kind of goals or interests as us. Um, which, in fact, we maybe might have done things a little bit backwards in a way. Maybe we should have started off by looking for different audiences, like people who are into the art side of things for Steph, people who are into the motivational speaking, people who are into the uh, self-help, um, just all-round wellness. Um, and then diving into video games as incorporating into that as a form of networking and communication. Um it's just a tricky thing. I mean, I think we need to simplify it before we uh, build up a lot more, um, which is definitely what I think is going to be the goal for 2022, which, um, as mentioned, um, even if the sh- even if we shut the server, uh, SOS will still survive. Um, we're just going to venture on other platforms, uh, and we're going to try and organize a YouTube uh, we're going to try and organize a YouTube channel to set up so we can uh, upload things. We can upload footage, uh, game footage, um, just all around general topics. Um, for the gaming side, uh, I'd like, I wouldn't mind setting up a club if somebody wanted to set a, set a club up. That'd be great. Um, it's just difficult, you know. I mean, last year, uh, myself and Steph, as you know, we had a child which obviously comes into play a lot and it's just hard to just game and grind like we used to you know oh yeah I know what you mean I mean we started setting up the business before kid was even born and so it just kind of all got wrapped around each other you know yeah and we thought and lately, we've been thinking, like, we we know who our friends are, like yourself, and we know who's going to stick by us, like yourself and stuff. And even if we're not on Discord, doesn't mean, like, we're not going to stay in touch. I mean, we've got Xbox. At the end of the day, we're gamers. We're like, maybe we can put more time into Xbox instead of Discord. Maybe, maybe that's the trick of it. Go back to the roots, you know? Yeah, could be. I mean, I'd like to ask a few questions uh, just regarding gaming and stuff, you know, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd like to ask, like, what initially got you into gaming and how old were you when you got into it? Uh, let's see. The What initially got me into gaming... Uh, uh, you know, let's start with the easier one. How old was I? <laughs> uh, well, I could not say. No, it was. Let's Young. see. I have got no clue. Let's say around eight. 
roughly eighty-five. Can you remember what uh, console you had? Star I can actually. That is one I can answer. It was the PlayStation Three. PlayStation Three started you off. Oh nice. yeah, nice. The very first game I played was Motorstorm Pacific Rift. It is a PlayStation exclusive, I believe. Ah, nice. Uh, the- I mean, I've never heard of it on Xbox, so it must be. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've tried to see if they got copies of it for Xbox for so long. It's a great game. I have a lot of good memories on it, but they just don't have it. Oh, well, who knows with the way uh, Microsoft is collecting companies. <laughs> very true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what would you say your all-time favorite game was, and why? Uh, I would have to definitely say Modern Warfare Two. It was a solid game. I'm. That's where I met most of my uh, friends, actually. Hmm. So it was good when you've got like a core. I think that's why. Uh, even though I've gone off Destiny for the past season or two um I'm, i started off on xbox one on destiny and uh, that's where i made a lot of friends and that's where i ran my first clan um for almost two years uh it's crazy crazy times and it was very successful and because of that i'll always have that feeling of there's something about destiny that i just I could never uninstall it, you know. Even if I didn't play it, I could. I can't bring myself to uninstall it. I know I'm going to get back into it. Come the Witch Queen. Um, it's like they don't do enough great games like that anymore. Like Modern Warfare Two, you know. Like the like Destiny One was much more popular than Destiny Two. I'd say. I mean, it had the story that was memorable, the same as Modern Warfare 2. It was a story that was memorable, and it wasn't just a story that looked like it'd been shot in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And that's what, what I hate about modern games. It's like, they're, they're all going the same. I mean, the most recent news, even though it got pulled straight away, Battlefield 2042 has now added zombies, and... Uh, I'm just starting to think, like, what's the difference between that and Call of Duty now? Apart uh, from Battlefield is not a battle royale. Because it took that game mode out, you know? Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah, they took out the Firestorm, and they also took away a lot of the destructible environments and custom classes. And 2042 is probably the biggest battlefield flop ever of all time oh yeah i heard uh, ea was really disappointed with it and they were uh, thinking about making it free to play yeah they should i mean at least oh at least put it on the game pass you know at least make it free for ea player members and game pass because oh, you've yeah. got you've got to get ea play pro to be able to play it, I do believe. Really? Yeah. It's the same as uh, the new Madden and the new NFL and the new hockey game, I do believe. And I don't know why, but it's only them, those four. They used to be Jedi Fallen Order, but then they removed that and they allowed it to be on the Game Pass, which is pretty nice. It's an awesome game. 
cinematics oh, yeah. are incredible in that game. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun playing it. Also had a lot of tedious moments, like when you're trying to fight an enemy and suddenly your character gets blasted off the edge, but you're still fighting, and then you fall to your death. Yeah. N- numerous times. <laughs> That's the best part of the game. <laughs> So the uh, powers of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Worm. Speaking of Jedi, are you into the any of the Star Wars? Yes, actually, I am into Star Wars. Which one would you say is... Uh, which one's the best movie? Ooh, that... That strikes up a lot of that. That question strikes a lot of controversy. Oh, which one is your favorite? Shall, shall I rephrase it? Which one is your favorite? <laughs> uh, my personal favorite. That would probably be Episode Three. Mm-hmm. Nice, good choice, good choice. Uh, I've always been a fan of. Uh, the clone troopers and everything. Mm, Always so, found them interesting. I mean, myself and Steph have been trying to go through, uh, do you know, Star Wars, the Clone Wars on Disney Plus? Oh, yes. Love it's that. taking so long because we've been trying to go through the movies in order. But before we get on to number three, we've got to watch the Clone Wars. And we're thinking we might just revisit the Clone Wars and we might just continue through the movies and come back to them because there's so many. And then there's oh, the yeah. Bad Batch. And then there's all the other things to get through. Well, I think most of the uh, episodes of the Bad Batch take place right after episode three. That's not too bad then. Won't be too long before we can um, get through it. Yeah. There's been a few good things released recently. We, we Myself and Steph are looking into uh, watching that June. Um, I don't know if you've seen that advertised. That looks awesome. Uh, I cannot say I've heard about it. It's apparently the most expensive trailer ever made. It's got Batista in. It's got um, Jason Momoa in. Incredible. Looks incredible. It's based on the old movie Dune, based on the novel. Oh, I completely misheard what you said. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've seen some advertisements for that. Not a whole lot, though. <laughs> At first, I was a bit skeptical. At first, I thought, giant planet, giant sandworm, lots of sand. How enjoyable is the movie going to be? But the more I, I looked like, into the trailer, and the more it absolutely looks incredible. Really look forward to it. Awesome. So, well, um, let's move to the next questions before we stick on Star Wars and movies all night because I could, I could literally be there all night talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, so outside of gaming, um, what kind of hobbies do you have? 
that's it. <laughs> that's it. Or is there, is there anything you'd be looking to do? Is there anything you're looking to try, break out your comfort zone, you know, 2022? Uh, yeah. The, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, large scale, like airsoft battle type things, they all, they look really fun. Yeah, they look awesome. I've seen a few videos of those. <laughs> they look like they could hurt now and again. Oh, yeah. You got to get the right gear for it. Over here, we're like a good old game of paintball. Oh, we love yeah, paintball. paintball the first time I ever went paintballing over here, um, it had a feature where there was a guy dressed up as the Predator. And he had these automatic firing submachine gun style paintball guns. It was insane. Uh, I got kicked out because I shot him in the face. <laughs> Apparently, that was against the rules. I mean, but when Predator's coming after you, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? I mean, I've seen the Predator movie. You know? I mean... <laughs> I'd say that was a pretty reasonable response. I was young as well. I was only about 15 or something. <laughs> Yeah, it must have been about 15 or something. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. So where, before, obviously, you've been manager, CEO here at Swarm Sins Society for a while now. Um, around this and before this, what, what kind of things did you do? Like, what kind of variety in uh, video gaming did you do? What experience have you got? Uh, well, a lot of the, uh, games were, I played mostly GTA and Minecraft. Mm. Uh, a lot of the old Call of Duties, like, uh, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, uh, and then Modern Warfare 2, obviously, and then uh, also the third one. Mm. The Modern Warfare series was just a great series, in my opinion. It was great. I loved it. It was. It was probably the last greatest Call of Duty series. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I did like Black Ops 1, and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, I thought Black Ops 2 was uh, pretty alright. I did mm. not like Black Ops 3 at all. I was one of those strange ones that actually liked Ghosts. I like uh, the the way the combat was. I like the way you could move the character. You know, you you could uh, slide instead of dive. You know, Black Ops delivered the dive and Ghost delivered the slide. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I loved Call of Duty Ghosts. It was a lot faster paced, wasn't it? But it was when no. they started going exosuits. That's when it ruined it for me. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's like a lot of movies went the same. Edge of Tomorrow, <laughs> Elysium. A lot of them ended up the same, like these exosuits. And they all look the same. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about um, just looking at some uh, 
personal input here. What do you think about Microsoft and its new alias as being Thanos collecting the Infinity Stones? Just for Activision and Blizzard and subsidiaries. So that's that ties in with uh, Call of Duty, right? So what do you think? What do you think Microsoft's plans are for the year? Uh, you know, I'm not sure what they plan on doing, but I really hope that they start making them make good games. <laughs> I think I think the Call of Duties have got a few spots waiting for them on Game Pass. I I think I can honestly predict that. Because Microsoft knows that they could make money for both the game and have a like a live store in the game. Um, they could make both companies money. They could do that. And they could give people good value for money. But I have a feeling that Game Pass is going to go up in price because of it. It's a very, very large acquisition. What was it, like $69 million? Yeah, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That is a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. See, uh, what I am not excited about, though, is that, uh, uh, well, at least this is what I read. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that since uh, Call of Duty Vanguard flopped so hard, they're going to rush the production of the Modern Warfare 2 remastered. I'm not excited about that. Cool. I hate when they rush games. They've rushed too many games over the last few years. Yeah. Like uh, with uh, Warzone, they, they keep rushing the updates for that, and then they just keep breaking more and more and more things. Now it's hard to find people that actually enjoy any of the Call of Duty games that they've been releasing anymore. So now they just keep rushing the production of everything, trying to uh, make up for sales, and then it's going to mm. get to the point where nobody's even going to want to buy any of the Call of Duties anymore. Exactly. So it's probably a good move that they're going to come on Game Pass then because nobody will really buy them. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I, hate it. I hate the way they they start rushing games, you know. It's absolutely insane. I mean, I do believe they rushed Vanguard to try and battle uh, Battlefield 2042, right? And Vanguard was just so choppy. I tried, I even tried a free weekend and I wanted to like it that it was going back to the war, right? but it was just so choppy and I couldn't deal with it. I, I actually, these days, I prefer going on games like um, I enjoy Apex when we've got a team. Um, I enjoy going on games like Enlisted. Um, we have got um, Verdun and Tannenberg. Those are awesome games. Those two are the best war games I've ever played on the Xbox. Hands down, it's practically one-shot kill. Everyone's running around in rifles and machine guns. It's absolutely awesome. It's real-life war. It's brilliant. Epic yeah. games. Sometimes like it because the simple ones are taking over. It's like Battlefield 2042 was a big flop. And now we see that there's other games coming out 
which is I, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a pix, pixelated game, like a, it looks like Minecraft characters, but they've done it like Battlefield twenty forty two, but it's better. It's it's way better. It works perfect and everything. It's oh, it's incredible. They've done one on Roblox as well. Really? Oh, yeah. well, Roblox creators can do a a lot. They get really creative with what they do. Like, uh, have you seen any of the uh, Rainbow Six, but it's in Roblox? Uh, any of those? Uh, no, I have not seen those. Oh, yeah, I saw the, my first one earlier this morning. That They they made that better than Rainbow Six. See, I've never been a fan of Rainbow Six. Uh, I used to be a fan of Rainbow Six when it first came out, but now they kind of yeah, took I've it downloaded. out. Extraction's actually quite fun. Um, I was very skeptical, but it's actually a, a bit of fun. Um, me and Steph have tried it together. It's a, a nice color scheme, you know. The colors are different. There's you can get all the Rainbow Six Siege operators in there. Oh, it's incredible! It's actually oh, yeah. a really fun game. Have you played it yet? Uh, yeah, I actually played it for the first time yesterday. Nice. Did you have a team? Uh, no, I just played with some randoms. Ah, uh, see, we should now that we've, we're freeing up a little bit of time from the uh, server itself, we should be able, we should be able to get in some more team games and stuff. You know, we should be able to get in a in a trio on like Apex if you're into Apex. Uh, we can get in other games. We, you know, yeah, definitely. Because we've got loads of games, but we keep on thinking we've got loads of games, but most of them require a three-man, or else we're stuck with a random, and that never goes well. No, it usually doesn't. <laughs> so how did your interview go? I mean to ask you. Uh, well, I think it went pretty good. Good, good. Is, uh, uh, is it a job on top of your current work, or...? Uh, no, the job I applied for is, uh, 12-hour shifts, four days a week, so I'm probably not going to be able to keep up with the other job. Ah. Well, as long as it's better money and it works better for you, you know? Ah. I mean, what's your goals? I mean, with all this money, are you saving? Are you, have you got an end goal, you know? Uh, well, right now, with, uh, the money-wise, uh... <coughs> I spend one whole paycheck and then I keep some of the other one in my savings. Mm. Now I should clarify: I'm not just spending it willy-nilly on whatever I feel like. I'm uh, I'm putting a thousand dollars towards my car to pay it off. Uh, mm. So I, yeah, I want to get out of that as soon as possible. And then the yeah. other paycheck, I keep all of that, send it straight to savings. Uh, but I have to take $300 out of that for car insurance. Car insurance is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't help that uh, with what I drive and my age, it, they don't like that I have a car. Well, the car that I have, I should specify. They seem to... Um, they seem to kind of throw a shadow on the younger drivers, don't they? Yeah, they do, and it's for valid reasons, so. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, I remember when I first got a bike, because um, when I turned 17, I started on motorbikes, and uh, the insurance for me was more than what my dad was paying on his van, and I didn't understand it. I thought I th bikes were supposed to be cheap, or run, run it on the road for next to nothing, they say. Yeah, but they don't say that it's going to cost a, oh, an arm and a leg and half a month's worth of rent to be able to afford to keep it active, you know? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> with, with it being so small, it literally is like an appliance in your home. Like, you use it for about a week, it needs cleaning, it needs service, you know? It needs some TLC. And it's just a very strenuous thing with bikes. That's why you get a lot of people who's got a bike that just sit there cleaning down the bike, oiling the bike. They just do nothing but, you know. But it's the pride. I mean, if whatever makes them happy, I mean, I'm all for it, you know. Right. I know a couple people that have uh, motorcycles. I grew out of it a bit. I mean, I'd still like one. I will get another one. Oh, yeah, they seem like a lot of fun. The only thing that's not fun is trying to avoid ignorant drivers on the road. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have seen YouTube and like motor, uh, motor madness or something, or oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been on motor madness a couple times. <laughs> that's crazy, and dirt bike lunatic as well. Where they do. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, some of the people, and most of the. I see a lot of clips from stateside, and I thought us British people had a mouth on us. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I'll admit, over, over there, you guys could stand in the street and stand and argue for about 24 hours if your legs would allow you to stand that long. You know, like, <laughs> you would just. Sit there backwards and forwards. <laughs> oh. I just have that feeling. It's like that, you know. Whereas, whereas over here, like people are a bit more short tempered, you know. Like it'll get to the point where you just say where somebody will say something what somebody doesn't like, and they'll just run across the road and just knock them out and drive off, you know. <laughs> Even though stateside is more violent, apparently, you know. Oh yeah. But lately, it's get been getting. Quite bad in this country. It's mainly a blade and blade issue. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of blades. I mean, just the other week, um, near the hotel in our nearest town, uh, somebody got attacked with a machete. Ooh, doesn't sound like fun. And just last week, somebody got chased with on a pedal bike uh, from two guys in a four by four with a machete. That was interesting. We seen it right outside. We were, me and Steph were stood on our doorstep having, having a smoke. Well, I'm sure that was fun to watch. Definitely, I didn't know whether I should have stood inside or not. But <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like if we everyone took a similar approach to Sweden, well, I don't know if it would go as well as Sweden has but uh, what they do is everyone as soon as they turn 18 they are given a gun and they receive training on how to use it and 
Sweden has the lowest crime rate out of everybody anywhere. The good thing about Sweden is they're quite neutral, aren't they? And yeah. which means they're not power hungry. Like the you know, the race decent. Like everybody most Northern Europeans I meet, whether it be on Xbox, um they're absolutely the most pleasant people you can possibly game with. I don't know if you've seen YouTube, uh, YouTuber Nano, but he, he greases me up. Like, he does his playthroughs. He's so European. Like, he's from definitely Northern European. I think he's from uh, Switzerland. Uh, very similar mentality, you know, just love for all. And a lot of them, a lot of them like the 420, you know, they're like the, uh, Oh, yeah. But they are a very friendly bunch. It's like, I've got a friend who uh, recently went through a bit of a breakup, bless him. And, um, but he's so optimistic about it. I've never known anybody to have gone through a split. And now they're no longer are living with a partner and children. And now they're living on their own and they're quiet little place and no, and it's but they're so optimistic because he says well because when I asked what happened he basically turned around and he says well apparently I'll never understand women and (laughs) and I don't like gays so you know and I'm not (laughs) gay enough to like like penis or something so <laughs> well, that's interesting. Well, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I think you might have met him actually. Um, Wired? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, UEG Wired? Mm-hmm. I want to say it sounds familiar, but it doesn't. <laughs> if you've ever met him, he's been the only European to look. Have ever you been in a party with us? Maybe I've met him. Maybe. Maybe you will. Um, did you ever met one of my other friends, uh, AJ Studley? I'm going to say no to that one. Sounded like Morgan Freeman? I'm going to say I think so to that one. <laughs> His voice is amazing. I miss the guy, but like, the, one of my personal problems is I spend a lot of time when I'm on the Xbox forgetting that I'm marked offline. Oh, uh, yeah. And then honestly don't even realize we're, we're sitting there playing away on games. And I'm thinking, even if I'm not on the same game as somebody, there's nothing stopping us from sitting in a party with somebody. I mean, especially now that I've got my new headset. Again. <laughs> Broke the last one. In uh... Let's just say I had a disagreement with the old TV. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, the controller survived, luckily. Ah. Uh. A good job, that's an Xbox Series X controller. Oh, 
It cost me an extra ten pound. I'm sure that's fun. I feel like a TV is probably more expensive than the controller, though. Yeah. Well, actually, only just. I actually managed to get a 4K TV off my mum. She says I can have it for 100. And what she did was give me this TV for 100. So I took this TV off her. She got another TV, which was 55-inch, from going from a 43-inch, which, which she gave to me for 100. Um, she went to Asda, which you know is uh, uh, Walmart. Uh and she bought a TV. She thought, oh, oh. this will be good. She brought it back and realized it was almost double the size of a TV stand. <laughs> so she couldn't put it anywhere, you know. She just likes a TV on a TV unit. She's, you know, she's set in a way. She likes her decorative pieces, so she won't have a TV on the wall or anything like that, you know. She's in, a, she's in like an apartment kind of thing. Um. So it's sometimes better not having a TV on a wall when you're in an apartment. I mean, I've seen it go wrong tons of times next door, jumping about, playing Nintendo Wii or something. <laughs> Somebody's TV goes off. <laughs> but she got this TV anyway. And uh, she basically says, Dan, I don't like this TV. I want to take it back. So she took that TV back. And then she basically says... You know, you can just give me £50 less for that TV if you want. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, you're already paying what you owe. Okay. So I got the TV for £50. A 4K TV. Wow. Can't beat that price. 50. Only a couple of years old as well. (laughs) Still under warranty. Yeah, you really, you really cannot beat that price. Exactly. I don't even get any prices like that on Facebook these days. Yeah. Speaking of Facebook, I think that's going to be another thing that personally, I think this year is going to be the year that I'm going to shut my Facebook down. Oh, yeah. I had a... Uh... Uh, ooh, she was my science teacher. Her name was Mrs. Mergle. Hmm. Great lady. Uh, she actually completely got, like, she still has her Facebook, but she doesn't, like, look at it anymore. Yeah. Because uh, what had happened was she was, like, looking at people's Facebook, and she realized that everyone always looks so happy and fulfilled with their life on their Facebook because, you know, they're faking it for to look good on the internet, whatever. But Exactly. That's Instagram's like. so, a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. What she realized was that uh, looking at how happy other people are, well, at least pretending to be for whatever, but uh, it's making her less happy because it's. It, she was thinking like uh, she wasn't doing uh, as much or what she wanted to be doing or anything like that. But as soon as she got off Facebook, she was like, oh, yeah, it changed my mental health for the better. Never been happier in my life. Exactly. Exactly. It's the kind of mentality I've been trying to get people to do for a long time. It's like, like as you know, like I've been following, um, like I mentioned before, David Goggins, and he's all about self-development, uh, working on yourself, 
getting out there, um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations in order to make yourself grow. Stop com- com- comparing yourself to others. And it's impossible to not compare yourself to others when you look at your Facebook and then you see a million other people posting pictures. Oh, I'm living this life. Oh, I'm living that life. Oh, I'm living this life. It's only, it looks really good on the outside. But oh, realistically, yeah. it's only two, three, four days per year that they are doing that. You know, they don't really have that life, you know. I mean, but social media is, in my opinion, one of the causes of many, many problems, especially social anxiety. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, Uh... I find myself not being able to be honest on Facebook or anything. I get my posts pulled. (laughs) <laughs> you know oh uh, yeah you say um, anything that, that they don't agree with and then they don't, either they remove it you know what I tried to do recently I tried to do you know Uhive the, that uh, first decentralized social platform that I've been trying to get people on uh, I think that sounds familiar yeah um, you definitely should get on it buddy um, strongly recommend it it actually pays you crypto for being on it and every picture you upload, whether it be artwork or a picture or even no face, even a picture of no face with his mask no face on, you know, is like NFT asset worthy. You know, it's crazy. It's the first decentralized social media platform. Anybody can apply to be a moderator. It's absolutely nuts. And I'd like to t- attempt to take SOS Society on that. It's crazy. That'd be fun. Definitely. Hmm. And I try to share just Uhive on Facebook. I try to share a link. And it was classed as spam or phishing. And I and and I'm like spam or phishing? I can share a link from any website on Facebook, but the but I share a decentralized social media app that is not run by corporations, that is run by people like ourselves. Like, everyone benefits from it. Everyone gets dividends for all as well. So the money that it makes, you know, you make. It's crazy. That's why we're a part of it. And definitely going to get something big on there. Definitely. And and I'd love to be able to um, see what we can work out, you know, with SOS, see what can work out on there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. See what the possibilities are. I mean, sometimes a new platform might be all it takes to be one of the first who uh, gets it up on there, you know? Yeah, that's true. I know uh, I never actually really got into Facebook or anything, and I've never dealt with uh, depression or anything like that. I feel like that might Mm. be... Like, I have my Facebook account, and I'll post yeah. things sometimes, but I don't really go through other people's posts. Yeah. yeah. I, so other than, it's like, I used I, to, and I allowed it to change me and shape me too much. Whereas these days, the only thing I will, I am working to fo- like follow, follow or post or retweet or something um, is something that is like helpful something that is someone 
developing themselves uh, or something inspirational, you know. I mean, just trying to help people be better as long as, as well as, like, we're not just trying to help people. We're trying to be on the journey with them. We're trying to take them on the journey with us to self-help. Like, ourselves, like yourself, like, we've done nothing but work and play video games. But this year, like, we've said, oh, go, we want to go to Wales. There's a Italian-inspired town in Wales, and in, in it's right in the mountain range of Snowdonia, and we we want to climb it, and that's our goal. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do that. You know, we want want to get out. We want to get back to normality and think. What if we spread the word of what we do outside of just online? If that makes sense, you know. What if we could help people in the area? What if we could help people around us? And then build up, you know? Oh, yeah. There's definitely plenty of... uh, Plenty of possibilities for 2022. I mean... Like we've discussed, I mean... It's not that we are... Defeatist and just shutting the server down. I mean... To be honest, if anything, we'll probably just <laughs> end up just removing all people. Like, that is, like, one of the possibilities. We'll just end up removing all people, keeping the staff, and, you know? Uh, and, just, yeah. and just saving it aside for a rainy day kind of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because then, then when the time comes, then we'll have all our different let's say, franchises, each will have the following, then each, when they come in, each will have, like, multiple members who is interested in that specific topic. Does the game is interested in the game, and does the fitness motivators, business, all interested in that? There's, you know, there's art, there's different sections, you know, that can create something for all, you know? Um, even if we can't, it'll be fun to try. I mean, just... Being able to just connect people. That's our main goal, you know. We like to network and connect people in order to be the best versions of ourselves because success breeds success. That's what they say. The law of attraction, right? Ah, that's true. And I once heard David Goggins say that if you consider yourself, like, just hypothetically speaking, just think of yourself as... The average of the five people you hang around with the most, and then just you just got to think to yourself, how does that make you feel? That that is statistically what they say. You're you're, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know. Yeah. It's time to be better than average, I say. You know. Right. Like like David Goggin says, be uncommon amongst uncommon people. Yeah. And in order to do that, people need to stop being sheep, copying off one another. You know, people just need to find who they truly are, whether that means they need to go for a walk for four hours during the middle of the night, whether that means sitting on the back porch, sitting themselves in a dark room and just training, working out and thinking, I've never done this, but I'm going to do this. 
you know, I strongly recommend exercise for everyone. I mean, myself and Steph is getting into it. I mean, we like gaming, but we also think, yes, but what kind of a toll is it going to take on us in the future? Does that make sense? We've got to think. Life's not as long as we think it is. Yeah, especially, that's true. Especially when I can't remember too much what went on in my 20s, apart from it was a crazy time of ups and lows. Highs and lows. A lot of mistakes. Uh, a lot of lessons to be learned from. I mean, it won't be a topic for this show, but It'll definitely be, uh, it's definitely something where people need to hold up for themselves, I think. I mean, people need to stop so much running from the people they once were. I mean, all people should want to change. Nobody should want to stay the same, per se. And I believe that in order to create something new, you've got to allow the old self to push you you know like a little voice in your head allow it to think I was this and now I'm not I've went from this and I've went to that you know I was this low and now I'm this high oh yeah once I couldn't now I can you know like I would have never pardon it's all about progress. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about like just not staying stagnant, you know? I mean it's like it's like I said, like just it'll be awesome to see you like try and get out a bit more, you know? Find something what you enjoy doing outside of work and just video gaming, you know? I'd love to see you do that. Yeah. You know? And hey, like we're we're stuck in the same boat. I'm still looking at the outside, and I'm thinking, I'm going to buy a gym membership. I'm going to buy one. I keep telling myself that. I've told myself for the last three months, but I will buy it. <laughs> hey, yesterday you said tomorrow, so just do it, Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. It's like it's like I'm planning on quitting smoking and. And we was we were saying to each other, oh, we're gonna, we'll start from next month at the gym when we've got more money to get a gym membership each. And but then I thought, if I keep on smoking, I'm gonna spend more money than what I would from buying a gym membership now. So why don't I just bite the bullet and just do it? If I need to smoke, I go to the gym or work out, go for a walk, go for a run, play with my son, get on video games, you know. Yeah. I work on the business. It's like we've got a website to set up and everything. We've got we've got things that have needed been needing to take care of for a while. We've got T Mill that's almost inactive. We you know, we've got things going what we've just not focused on. And we'll get there though. Like I said, in the past we're trying to establish ourselves as a uh, brand. You know, and oh, yeah. uh, would like to incorporate a lot of different things. This is why we'll look for people with different interests, you know, and people who want to 
focused on things. It's like yourself, you are focused on gaming. You love gaming. You're still at the age where you you enjoy it, you know? You can put it in you all. And that's good, you know? It's absolutely amazing because somebody like you, I would trust to run a gaming section of SOS, you know? Uh, totally. And those options we'd have to discuss in the future, definitely. Awesome. So, um, before we get too carried away, um, I'd just like to uh, just go over and how, how if you've got any like advice and like dealing with things, Do you know, like from personal advice, like from personal experience, if there's anything you can advise people, like, do you know, if you find yourself trapped, locked in experience, people can get trapped in video games. People can get trapped in the little, what they call anxiety shells. Um, got any advice for people? Like if you've ever been there in the past, how did you get yourself out of that? Ah, uh. Well, as far as video games go, I'm still stuck in that, so mm. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing for that part. But um, as far as like personal image goes, it's it's one of those things where you could mess up. Like uh, I used to have a bad habit of like when I'd mess up, I'd be like, "Oh, well, I'm just kind of stupid like that." Sometimes, you know. But I'm trying to get out of that because when you say stuff like that about yourself, you slowly start to believe what you're saying. Yeah. So if you like, instead, when you mess up, you're just like, oh, well, it happens. I'm human, you know, whatever. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's like it's a mental health. A lot of people can't get over that fine line between putting themselves down and bringing up the accountability mirror. I mean, a lot of people think pulling up the accountability mirror is them giving themselves a hard time, but it's not. It's telling themselves who they were before. You know, whereas whereas putting themselves down, they're going to be like, oh, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're this, you're that. I can't, you know, it's... Whereas accountability mirror, I strong, uh, I would personally recommend for anyone. Uh, I'm sure you've put it up a couple of times. It's like a metaphor. And the accountability mirror you put up and you think, right, what do I need to work on? Like, I, like this is enough. I need to just fix this. You know, when you when there's been like something about yourself and you just think, you know, I need, I need, I need to put this right. Or something in life just puts up a brick wall and you've got to find a way around it kind of thing. It's the accountability mirror, you know. I mean, you've got to put up what your mind put you through in those times. You know, that's what I recommend to people. Yeah. As, as long as they don't put themselves down, you know, like you say, um, it's best not to bring yourself down. Yeah. I mean, so we spoke about uh, goals. We spoke about the community in 2021. We've we spoke the highs and lows of uh, gaming. 
we've spoke Microsoft and becoming Thanos. It's been a pretty overall decent show, and um, I'd like to really thank you for being on the show. I mean, before we head off into the sunset, um, I would like you to um, give the audience info on your socials and where they can find you, and if any, and what other aliases to find you by. All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, well, actually, this may change soon, but if you're listening uh, within the next couple of days, it is currently... Uh, shoot, what is it? Uh, okay, my Instagram currently is OPSX underscore X, no face X. Now that might change back to SOS underscore no face since the Orion private services area has shut down. So it's going to be one of those two, more than likely. Not a problem. Not a problem. Instagram, the only place people can find you? Uh, I do also have my uh, Twitch, which is SOS no face. And then I believe that's going to be it. Nice. That's awesome. And like I said, I really appreciate you being on the show. It's been absolutely amazing. A long time coming and it's been really, really smooth, to be honest. And hey, if you're interested in the future, I'd gladly have you on the show again. Um, Do a few regular pieces, you know. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Thank you very much, buddy. Um, and I will speak to you the next time I speak to you. All right. Sounds like a plan. I will see you whenever I see you. Thank you very much. Speak to yeah, you soon, you. buddy. All right. See you. Bye. Once again, I just want to thank No Face for coming on the show. Um, it's been an honor having him as part of management and COO at SOS Society. I mean, SOS Society is not going to die. Don't worry, people. Um, it's just a Discord server that is going to close. Um, we will also be working on a website. Um, for now, you can find our content and on tmail it's www.swarmofsinsociety.tmail.com on facebook you can find us at www.facebook.com forward slash swarm of sin society and we've also got a page sos society and we're also on uhive if you type in my xbox gamer tag if those who don't know it it is sos space b raven v4 you type that into Google, no doubt you will find me. If not, type in Danny Maven and you will find me like that. Uh, we will be working on the website and we will be working on bringing a lot more content to you in the near future. Now, I want to thank everyone for coming along and listening. And we will be delivering a lot more content this 2022 
and this year we're absolutely going to smash it. No time for sleeping. It's getting done. And thanks to all those out there who fully support SOS Society. Thank you to the people who's working with us. Thank you to Boxable, our affiliates. And I also want to thank uh, all the people who's worked with us, who's been a part of our society, who some people have come from Xbox Ambassadors, which is absolutely incredible. And I just want to thank everybody for the effort they made in 2022. And please don't let that stop let more effort shine through and we can become better people networking together thank you very much people and i will catch you all on the next one good night